the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier, and thank you for tuning in to a uh, somewhat delayed but brand new edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on the Blaze Radio Network, episode 135. We're up to 135 already. We are. Where do they go? They just keep going. Okay. Into infinity and beyond. What if they're broadcasting us out into space and people are hearing us (laughs) way on the other side of the galaxy? Not people, but, you know, people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was sorry. I was our, our oldest son was miming. Can I get a towel? Oh, <laughs> either that or I have a rash on my armpit. I'm not sure. One of the two. Okay. That was the the sort of motion there. Um, anyway, uh, aliens, humans. It's good to uh, have you with us here this week. Dogs, clearly. Um, as I was saying, that would have been bullet. By That's, the way, and he's probably yelling at. Um, Booker and Zelda for playing because he will sit up on yes. the couch and he will bark at them when they are playing. Yes, he is old man dog. He really is. He's like, <laughs> get off my lawn. And he's only like four years old. Yeah, that's the But funny he's still thing. old man dog. So uh, I do apologize for the delay. Life has been busy, but uh, first things first, Missy, how are you feeling? Actually, today I'm feeling weirdly stiff and sore. I think it's just all the various side effects of all the various medications I'm on. Uh, yesterday you were feeling pretty good, right? Yeah, yesterday and the day before I was feeling great. The night we went out to dinner, I was feeling mm-hmm. awesome. But today I woke up and my my long bone area are really sore. And I think that's one of those side effects of the new last that makes your body make white, more white blood cells. So they yeah. said expect aches and pains in your long muscles and bones and stuff. So, okay. okay, well there's that. So, okay. It's just stiff and sore today. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Arg. But the uh, the good news is is that the uh, the full strength chemo is over. Knock on wood, and we say our prayers tonight that that continues to be the case. Yes. Uh, and so uh, here in about a week or so, you will start the maintenance therapy. Yes, so. and that's an IV therapy. So I went ahead and got my port ba- put back in on the other side. We had a little talk about broadband placement, and we put it in a better location. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. And speaking of that, uh, we owe a huge thank you. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It just came today. So thank you to Lori for making these port pillows. They are the coolest things. Uh, and you put them on your seatbelt because that was something that used to really bug you the last time they did your port. And every time we get in a car, the strap on the seatbelt would rub against your port. Yep. And and this, this you attach to the seatbelt. And it's like a little cushion so that it just co- it's between you and the seatbelt. But you attach it to the seatbelt so it acts like a cushion. That's one. awesome. So there's one that says, I love bacon. Yeah, it's got with a cute little, little bacon graphic all over it. Right. And then the other one that Lori made is really really awesome yeah it's seriously personal she kind of looks like she went through and, and found a, a couple of pictures from there's at least there's a one from family here with some of us and there's the driveway and our hands and that's like, so cute so personalized so thank you so much for thinking of me and sending those i can't wait to incorporate them up at one in both of our cars absolutely and we have more thank yous by the way we are just Honestly, we are so truly blessed, and and, and and just a blanket thank you for listening and for being a part of our lives. We have some specific thank yous later on in the yes. program as well. But, um, it, you know, I, I, we, we, we have been overflowing uh, with... Um, 
uh, just abundant tokens and recognitions of friendship and, uh, and we, you know, kind thoughts you. and prayers yeah. and people's, you know, good ideas and good intentions. And so, yeah, it's been it's been really supportive. It's nice to know that I have all these people um, thinking of me and rooting for me. You do. It's like I have to keep going because I would make everybody disappointed. You so. do. Exactly. So. Exactly. I keep moving stiffly and sorely, but I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to um, springtime, which, I, you know, I have to confess, I'm a little concerned and scared about our big garden plants because you are recovering. Yeah. And, you know, you're a... You're 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 the primary gardener. I know. You know. I know. Um, so and I'm bad at that. So that's what makes it worse. <laughs> so the, the primary is only yeah. So we haven't talked about this. Um, I'm just gonna kind of spring this on Miss E because you know now we'll introduce a element of reality show drama Uh-oh. to the uh, podcast. But da, da, da. I, I would like to talk at some point about perhaps scaling back our ideas for this year's garden just a little bit. Oh, yeah. We don't have to plant everything. Every, some of these seeds can keep now. Because one of our friends is potatoes. doing a, a CSA. Yes. And so we we're going to be getting vegetables from her. Yes. We're doing a family CSA. So we'll be getting all kinds of stuff from her. And yeah. she grows a, a plethora of vegetables. So she'll keep us better fed than I do because all I ever grow are hot potatoes, hot peppers and, uh, and, and, tomatoes. and tomatoes. And I'm fine doing that again this year. I'm fine sticking with those staple crops of hot peppers and tomatoes. I would like to actually see if we can, uh, you know, ask our friend if she's got any room in her garden to grow some more peppers, because I would actually like to do what we have to do to make at least a limited run available for sale yeah. of the Corny Goat Farm hot pepper sauce for 2018, the fermented pepper sauce, because we've been doing this and we've been giving stuff away and it's fun. It's a treat. I like doing that, but I want as many people as as we can to have a a chance to try this sauce. Oh yeah, it's all fun. So those are my goals to scale back part of the garden, but to uh, look for opportunities. Uh, So if you're in Central Virginia (laughs) and uh, and you have some garden space and you would like to grow some peppers, um, let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk. uh, We've got dogs wrestling around in the I do want to grow. Yeah, we've got different kinds of peppers this year. Some of them, one of the types that, are, that we're growing are tiny and new because I fell in love with them at the, uh, the Wegmans uh, salad and cheese bar. <laughs> right. The Benihos, Benicos. I can't even remember. Benicos, I think. Something. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, they're super tiny. They're not even as big as your thumbnail. Um, and they're they're usually and primarily eaten pickled. And I got the pickle recipe, and I got the authentic Brazilian pickling recipe, which requires me to buy some sort of uh, alcohol that's sort of like rum. Ah, so okay. I gotta figure out how to get that hands on that stuff, but I've at least I'm ahead of my game with that. So I'll have those those little pickled peppers to sell too. Nice or have. Um, but I also I got some herbs this year, and I was thinking I wanted to go ahead and put more flowers in those front flower beds to make it prettier, mm-hmm. and then also throw in some garden herbs because it's close to the house and close to the kitchen. Okay, that works. Last year, basil just went bonkers. It did. And so this year, I bought a couple of other types that I like to use in food and we, and that I like to cook with. Yeah. So, But I, we're going to also put big tomatoes back in those beds too, right? Because I thought that worked out really well. Yeah. We didn't least, have any issues with rabbits or, or anything eating those tomatoes. We actually got to enjoy big tomatoes. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, we'll be, there'll be no problem with that because it's it's a it's raised. So all we have to do is add a, you know add some nutrients and some mm-hmm. compost and some yummies back into it. Give it a big mixy mix, and it'll be like you know a fresh garden bed again. Yeah. So we've got more news from the farm because it's uh, been a while, including some new additions, some, oh, yeah. uh, some some little babies here on the farm because that's what happens in the springtime. We'll talk about that after we come back in really just a second or two. So uh, don't go anywhere unless you hit pause because you might miss more of Forty Acres and a Fool coming up next. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Well, then I wouldn't have the fun of saying that the stupid <laughs> metric system doesn't work and we don't care about it. Stop doing Celsius temperatures. I, I Stop it. I don't want to hear about meters. Yeah. I don't want kilometers. Yeah. I don't I don't want liters. I don't want any of it. Tell me what it is in feet, yards, and Fahrenheit. How about stone? No, definitely no stone. Pat Gray. Weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Um, so, yes, we have three, and soon we're going to have, very soon, like by the time you hear this, we actually probably could have more baby goats. But right now we have three baby goats on the farm. We have three. Um, Fern went ahead and threw triplets. We have two little bucklings and one little doling. And, oh, my goodness. So, Fern is a Nigerian dwarf, and she's black with white spots. And her one little boy is black with white spots, but her other little boy is brown with black and white and crazy polka dots like his Mm. dad. But then the sister is almost perfectly symmetrical. And she's she's a she's a particular Nigerian dwarf coloration that I looked at today at the website. And now my brain is drawing a blank on. But it's like it begins with a -A C.H.A.M. And it's she's she's got like a brown body, but she's got the black stripe down her neck. And then her, her legs underneath her knee are black. So she, she's really, really pretty. Yeah, she's striking. Um, and they're so bouncy. It's just so you can't even as it's been the weather's been craptastic. It's been overcast and rainy and it's mud all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to be in a bad mood when you look at baby goats because baby goats jump for <laughs> no good reason. They are just like they'll be walking along and all of a sudden they're like they're kung fu fighting the, the ghosts <laughs> in the air and randomly jumping. And right. It's adorable. It's just so cute. And they're so unpredictable. And these guys are seriously I don't think they were. A pound or two when oh, they were yeah. born. They were really, really small. But they were all the one boy, the 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 multicolored one. He's a little bit bigger than the other two, but the mm-hmm. other two had no have had no problems since. Fern's been a, this is I think her second time, but she hasn't had kids in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but this is a, she did really really well with them. Um, but they're just so adorable to watch. They are. We had this moment of freakout. So they were born, I think, on a Thursday. And then yes, the day after um, the day before your chemo and the the day before your chemo. chemo. So Sunday, Missy is the first the first day that Missy's feeling like crap. So she's in bed all day, doesn't get out of bed all day. And and so I'm Mr. Mom in it and I'm, you know, trying to be all cool and stuff. And I got everything under control and we got we we got this right. And uh, and so I let the goats out of their uh, enclosures. They could wander around and then the babies, they didn't want to go out. They, and so I, it took them a little while, but they got out and they eventually reunited with the mom and they're out in the driveway, kind of a front yard area. And they're all three goats out there with the mom. And that's great. And then I turn around and there are only two 
baby goats with the mom. That's right. I remember. And I'm, oh, I mean, I really, I was gone for like five minutes. I come back and there are only two. And so I'm like, I start to look around. I start to, you know, go in ever widening circles, uh, you know, centered on the farm uh, house. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking up in the sky, you know, I'm looking all <laughs> over the place. I looked for hours hours trying to find this goat because I did not want to go in and tell Miss E who's in bed that one of the brand new babies has gone missing already yeah right and finally I had to because I went in to check on you and my guilty conscience wouldn't <laughs> let me uh I walk out the door without saying something. So she's laying in bed. I had given her some medicine, probably like a ginger beer or something. And then uh, so I'm walking. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, I think I think one of the baby goats is lost. And uh, and and it must have been just like vocalizing that that I don't know because it was a serendipitous moment. I walked out of the bedroom. I walked out onto the front porch so I could continue looking. I looked to my right, and right there under our carport, nestled up against a bicycle <laughs> in the shadows is the missing baby goat hiding uh, yeah Good just hiding. hiding was right and uh and so i picked her up and brought her back to mom and uh and all was right with the world but i was freaking out no i was a little upset with her the other day i was coming home from the grocery store and four of the uh, the, f- the other five goats the other five adult goats are all way up in the pasture okay because there's a lot of new greens shooting up here mm-hmm. and there, especially the fresh onions so they're way up in the pasture but she's down near where the pig pen is and she's yelling and she's by herself and she and i'm like really fern oh come on really <laughs> so i go and I, oh no actually i come back from, I'm walking the dog okay. I have the dog with me so we take a big swoop around to so the dog doesn't try to chase fur and the mom and I go walk down near where the pen is and the babies know to go right back there okay Okay. And they're all hiding in there. So I go over there and they see me. So they start yelling because they see me mm-hmm. and say that they know I'm. Fr- and then she hears them yelling. So she starts yelling. So everybody got reunited in the backyard oh. and it was all good. Well, but that's good. I was just like, I come outside and I was like, she's like, got this look on her face like, don't. I don't know where my kids. <laughs> yeah, because when, most when of the I was. Time she's a good mom. She is. And actually, Chico's a, a fairly involved uh, yeah. goat dad, which is weird because yeah. Mr. Freckles was not. No. But, uh, but Chico's hanging around. I don't know how he's going to be able to. Manage having, you know, three sets of babies. But Well, uh, when all the is said and done, when all the, because we've got two that are going to go any day now, and then there's another one that's going to follow. So that could be anywhere from, one's a first freshener. It could be anywhere from, you know, two each. So we have six more. We get to have nine more. Yeah. We could have more than nine more What Missy is saying is, if you've ever wanted a goat... Uh, have we got a deal for you here? Oh, well, that too. Soon. But what I'm saying is that when all is said and done, I'm going to keep one of the boys back and weather him. And then this area will be the the where we keep our boys. Uh-huh. And then the electronet will be where we keep the girls. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Well, that works for me. Because we can't let them keep getting everybody knocked each other up. Because we know no. goats have no morals. And I don't want them. To yeah, but you know the only daughters. thing is like I, that that enclosure that we have them in right now. We'll we'll talk about this off the air. I don't know that it's meant necessarily. I think it works better as a short term birthing area than as a long term weather. Well, then place. we just get another. We can use the unless pig. the weathers can <gasps> roam. We can use the electronet that the pigs are in now since they're all going to the freezer camp. 
it's tall enough for the those little Nigerian doors that they can't get over mm. it or through it, and then we'll just use that panel. Okay, we, we can just, do that. Need to get a new panel for the ghost because I think they ate the other one. Okay, yeah, because the uh, the pigs are still around. They are still scheduled to go to freezer camp, but uh, our, our processor is behind. <laughs> Apparently, it was a really uh, a good deer season this year. Um, so uh, yeah, so that was the other and thing. He's that, shorthanded. Okay, so that was the other thing that we did that I was actually pretty proud of is um, before I left for CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Uh, Missy's still feeling under the weather. Uh, oldest son in the house is feeling under the weather. He had the flu, right? So uh, I've got to drive up to Washington D.C. Uh, Wednesday night because we're doing the show Cam and Company on NRA TV on Thursday from CPAC. Yeah, and you had to be gone for a couple of days, right? And the pigs were already in muck and mire. Yeah, I mean they were they have eaten every Everything. square inch in that place. So they we the plan was okay, we're going to move them that weekend. But then I had gone out there earlier in the day, and I was like, man, I'm sinking into the mud here. So now they got to get moved now. And they keep getting out because right. the ground's so loose that the po- the fence posts have They're nothing to hold on to. They're just right. falling over. So I learned that I can uh, move pig fencing by myself yes, and set it did. up in the dark and set it up. Uh, you did in, a good job, even in I the was, dark. Right? I was pretty impressed with myself. I was very impressed with you for doing it, especially for doing it in the dark. I mean, I've done it myself, and it's not an easy feat. But once you get a rhythm going, you you, you, yeah. you do pretty well. It's like it's like well, it's like knitting. Once you get everything untangled and you get going, you're fine. Yeah. Um, Speaking but, of untangled, that was my problem. Is yeah. that the, oh. the, the fence got tangled at one point, and it took me like 45 minutes just to get one 100 foot section untangled, and that was a pain in the neck. Yeah. If you don't fold this stuff just right mm-hmm. it can be really problematic but it can be done yes. I had some folks asking about this uh, on, on Twitter uh, asking about the Electronet I think the Electronet works great for the hogs yeah um, again you just got to make sure that you're moving around if the you know they, they will test it that's the thing like yeah. the, the goats generally speaking We'll leave it alone. If they brush up against it and they realize it's not on, then all bets are off yes. and they'll start going after the wires. But I don't think they test the fence no. like the pigs do. No. You know, when you have the fence on, you'll occasionally hear the as they, you know, they just get their snout because they love to eat right up against that fence. So it works really well um, yeah. and we'll keep doing it. But uh, we are going to take a break from from pigs oh, after wow. these get processed. We've just got to get. Uh, yeah, I want to, you know, till that uh, where they've been and we plant some more grass seeds and yes. just kind of rebuild that area up a little bit. Um, Maybe plant some uh, wild flowers and some more uh, clover too. Yeah. That, then it would be better because we may or may not have a colony of bees. If nothing, I think we have a dead colony and we have a hive to start with. Yeah, so. we were we were wondering about that. Our friends who are moving, they, they brought their hive over and uh, and and I remember our friend even saying as he brought it, he was like, I I think they're still alive. But I mean, that hive was super duper quiet yeah. that day. Not even you know like buzzing to generate heat or anything like that. And, and you bullet, said that you had, yeah. Well, bullet was misbehaving and walked down to the creek area, so I had to go down and grab him, which is why he was on a no letting go off leash mm. um, couple of days restriction and so I had to go down there so I was like I was curious so I was like I got too I got close to it and right. I was trying to listen and then I just popped the top off and I was all I saw was a bunch of smushed dead bees and I was like trying to 
take the the two su- there's like two layers I guess the two supers uh-huh. the brood and a super anyway I was trying to take the two layers apart but they're all stuck together but I was jostling that enough that if there were bees in there somebody and would it come was warm out enough that, yeah. it, was a, it was a warm enough day um, so yeah I don't think we have anything in there so okay. what we can probably do is go up to the closest beekeeping supply store for us and get a, a hive tool because it's I think it's like a J knife or something like that it's a, like an all in one really cool tool that helps you um, pry the cells apart, pull the frames out, and what we can do is we can, you know, salvage as much honey as we can, yeah, and then get new frames and try to try. Look, we've got boxes. We right, at least start with something, a little bit of tease honey in there, and get a nuke. There you go. Uh, all right. We are going to take another time out. We have more Cam and... No, not Cam and not Company. Cam and Company. Nope. You can get that at NRA TV and Apple TV and Amazon still and uh, Roku and uh, other platforms, even though they are trying to deplatform us. And the internet. Uh, yes, always. NRATV.com. Uh, but when we come back, we've got more from 40 Acres and a Fool yeah. here on the Blaze Radio just, Network. So just stick around. Shield. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards. On the Blaze Radio Network. Forty Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back here to 40 Acres and a Fool. Cam Edwards and Miss E with you at the kitchen table. Miss E is perusing the potatoes, yes. which is not a euphemism for anything, by the way. It is not. It is an actual perusing my Wood Prairie family farm organic potato seed potato order. So I got um, I got this potato blossom festival mix. Mm-hmm. It's a, bunch, a whole bunch of different types of potatoes, but they make really pretty flowers. Mm-hmm. And then I got um, Russian banana seed they're like fingerlings. fingerlings, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Thought, hey, how fun would that be? Yeah, uh, that will be that'll be incredibly fun. That'll be as much fun as you can have growing potatoes, I think. Yeah. Well, at least they'll be pretty and they'll be interesting. Yes. All right. So um, we've got some emails to get to. In fact, we've got a lot of emails to get to because it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, sorry about that. Um, let's start with, and so some of these are kind of old. I apologize. Uh, Brian, writing in, says, Cam, I heard your thoughts on Missy e and the pain that she's in. I have a friend in chronic pain. I was talking about you when when you weren't on the air here. okay. Sorry about that. That's all right. You do that. Uh, Brian says, I have a friend in chronic pain. She's been using CBD oil to relieve the pain, and it works for her. She uses the sublingual liquid rather than the vaping. It might work for Miss E. Uh, And I appreciate that, Brian. I know that, so I guess the CBD stuff must have just been legalized in Virginia because I know that our local vape store is now advertising it. What is it? It's cannabinoid oil, so it's derived from cannabis, but it doesn't have the the THC. You don't get high. You get the medicinal effects of the medicinal marijuana without the actual getting high part. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I appreciate that. I will uh, I will check that out, Brian. Uh, also, uh, Tabitha wrote in, and I've got to thank Tabitha um, because this was so super sweet of her. She actually sent Miss E like the superfood 
right? Uh, called Field of Greens. All the fruits and veggies you're supposed to eat in a day in a small amount of powder, and, and it tastes good, she says. And so. Yeah, I asked. I was like, wonder if I could mix it in with my vodka. With your vodka? Yeah, vodka. And, uh, I'll, like I'll, I'll, or put it in a smoothie, probably. Yeah. I have a lot of frozen bananas. Listen, I'll be your guinea pig if you want. And, you know, we'll, we can try that with a scoop. But, okay. uh, <laughs> but, 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 Tabitha, thank you for that. Thank we you. Actually, I yeah. just picked this up today. Yes. Uh, from the post office. We have not had a chance to, to try it out yet. Um, but uh, uh, it sounds fantastic, and I'm looking forward to it. Robert wrote in, said, Cam, hope you and Missy had a special Valentine's Day. <laughs> Glad that you kept the Samson beard for the present. <laughs> it's yeah, going away, though, it's going it? away. I think, Spring yeah. Is coming. It's now March. So we were talking about this the other day, actually. I said, I think it's just, you know, it's getting a little, it's getting time. It's getting just a little wooly. And, they and, got this uh, one crazy I got this one crazy curl, I know, right? And you're like, I don't know about that, babe. Yeah. So so it's going away, but we decided that uh, every year, starting on Missy's birthday, as a birthday present, I will stop shaving. And it will last until Valentine's Day. There we go. And then Valentine's Day present, she will let me shave it off. So... That's gonna mm-hmm. that's gonna be how it works. Um, I like that. <laughs> Rob says uh, anything that makes us stronger is a good thing. I'm not very hairy by nature, kind of like a bottlenose dolphin, and more so every day. <laughs> Uh, Samson, he says, didn't live long enough for male pattern baldness to set in, poor guy, and all he needed was a jackass jawbone to go lion hunting. Wow, I wonder what Colonel Jeff Cooper would say about that. Anyway, just checking in and expressing best wishes for you, Mizzy, and your family. Well, Rob, thank you so much, sir, and I hope that you are doing well and your family is doing well. And, uh, again, I'm so glad that, uh, that you're still listening and checking in all these years later. Rob, one of our earliest listeners on Cam & Company on NRA TV back when it was NRA News. Oh. I think Rob was with us before we even signed on to Sirius at the time, it was just Sirius Radio because Sirius XM hadn't merged right. yet. Um, and that was only like maybe, you know, two months after we signed on on NRA News. But I, I remember Rob back in those days. So Rob's been with us from the get-go, a, uh, a, an original Cam and Company. You down with OCC, Rob? Yeah, you know me. All right. Oh, Cam and yes. Company. Yes. Oh, come on. That was good. Okay. That was got it. that was good. I got it. <laughs> well, I thought it was good anyway. Uh, William, also writing in, says uh, uh, episode one twenty one. You read my first and last email. Ooh. He said, uh, "Dad had a great run." He passed at 74 with 71 great years and a couple of suffering from dementia and low to medium episodes. At 69, he was still up at uh, 3 a.m. for Halloween, taking kids on a six-mile hayride. He says, I have still the 1897 revolver that he filed the firing pin off of and placed in my crib with me. He taught me to fish, shoot, hunt, and firearm safety. Uh, And uh, uh, William says, uh, first of all, before I go any further, uh, uh, William, I am so sorry to hear about your loss. Um. William says, I'm a devoted listener because I don't know you, but if you knocked on my door at 7 p.m., I'd fire up the grill and plan an evening of steaks, chicken, and bourbon on the spot. Yum. Even in Minnesota, where it could be minus 30 in February or 90 plus in August. What if we visited that one week of spring that you have <laughs> in April? William says, I'm happy the treatments appear to be working and better sunnier your days are just ahead. Thank you. And they are, uh, they're, they're, they're almost here. William, I can see him on the horizon. Uh, my forever after plan, says William, seems to revolve around a two to five acre plot in Minnesota where her family is and Arizona, New Mexico, somewhere hot where we will spend cold 
uh, in not cold in a tiny house on wheels staying just long enough to raise a garden bed and hunt fill a freezer with deer elk rabbit squirrel moose etc a tiny house limited space my goal he says is to one day cross paths and hoist a salute and a frosty pearly pop with you both <laughs> to know that you have layers the <clears throat> well Booker is chiming in here um, to know that you have layers the yellow brick road uh, to the life that I hope to lead however long it may take to get there thanks for everything you shine a light on a simpler life I at least aspire to thanks for breaking the trail says uh, William thank you sir I appreciate that alright I'll tell you what we're going to do we're going to take a time out I'm going to walk this dog here before the uh, peanut gallery pees on the floor so uh, we'll be back with uh, one more segment here 40 acres and a fool and a dog right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Dog is right. You're listening to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Don't miss the morning blaze with Doc. No, Doc, what is the eggplant for? The eggplant I first became aware of when Don Cheadle tweeted me the eggplant. In reference to a black gentleman's Phallus. Really? That's oh, symbolic yeah. of a black it phallus. Is? Yes. Look at it right there. Color Seriously, that's what it is. And then look at the peach one. Stop look at the peach one. So Don Cheadle tweeted it at me. Seriously, he did. The Morning Blaze. Weekday mornings, 6 to 9 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards continues on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, hopefully the dogs are uh, now a little bit more settled and calm and uh, less barky here. So we can conclude this edition of 40 Acres and a Fool. Cam Edwards and Miss E still with you. Um, I tell you what, uh, you know, so I really haven't been active. I, I, have, I apparently am only able to manage one social media platform at a time so i've been i had been doing more on instagram and not as so much on twitter uh now with the uh, uh you know biggest attempt to pass gun control uh probably in u.s history but uh, uh, certainly since the uh, 1968 gun control act uh, i've been spending more time on twitter and uh, not taking nearly as many pictures but the good news is missy's feeling better so your instagram account is is becoming more active again it's i'm trying yes yeah so at corny goat farm probably the best place for you know cute pictures of baby goats and stuff yeah uh, you can find me on instagram as well at uh, cam edwards i will try to do my best but uh, if you want to see what i'm doing uh, head over to twitter at cam edwards as well all right so michael writing in uh says cam and missy congrats on the medical results i was nervous too and i'm very happy for the great news thank you speaking of medical issues we have a reason for my wife's recent medical issues she's been chronically ill for as long as i've known her we met in middle school so her going to the hospital is not exactly a rare uh, thing uh, some years she doesn't go much of it all. Other years she's there more than an out, it seems. And this was looking like one of those bad years. First she was in between Christmas and New Year's, and then a couple of weeks ago she went back in again. Turns out the reason is her insulin pump was broken. Oh. Which is not great for a diabetic who depends on it for, you know, living. Right. Says, oh, dear. Like, right? Her blood sugar was basically uncontrolled for a month, despite us thinking that she was getting insulin like she expected. Oh, no. When she gets sick, her blood sugars go wonky, so we thought she was sick. Turns out it was the other way around. Her wonky blood sugars were making her sick. Okay. Uh, her, replacement lead, her, replacement, her replacement pump arrived yesterday. Hopefully, uh, Mike says this solves the issue, and it's not one of those years. Oh, I hope everything works out. I know how, how bad that can be. I have a friend who is a, has a pump. Yeah, he's got like an electric. He's got. Mm-hmm. He's all like kind of cyborg. He's got sort of like a chip in his belly and a pump or something. I don't know. It's all. Right. It's all computered. 
Uh, Mike's son uh, is getting ready to start his uh, shooting sports season. Uh, so Mike has been uh, purchasing ammo uh, via the mail. He says it's best to order in bulk as soon as you see a good deal because they can never have enough ammo for the season, as I learned last year. He said, I'm stockpiling. Yes, it's the only way this sport is affordable slash feasible. It's an expensive sport, he says. You have to save money where you can. They shoot anywhere from 100 to 400 shells a week during the season, which basically runs from you know, late February, early March through July. Wow. He says, and that's really not all that much shooting for competitive shooters in the grand scheme of things. Kim Rohde shoots more than that per day. Mm. Uh, so anyway, he says, I'm glad I live in a free state that isn't trying to stop criminals by essentially killing the shooting sports, whose participants, of course, are not criminals. Quite the opposite. My son is literally a Boy Scout. He's excited to get out there, Mike says, with his new 12-gauge. I'm excited that he's excited about getting outside instead of just playing video games. Yeah. And we will all be excited when all the snow melts. Hopefully, <laughs> says Mike, life gets way less dramatic for everyone and we can just enjoy things for a good long while here here i will second that emotion mike i appreciate that very much uh also was sean in oklahoma oh hello sean from pecan, pecan grove, grove farm and gardens says after listening to your last show specifically the story about the farmer in iowa maybe remember an interesting website called open source ecology.org on this website, the organization has open source plans, blueprints, which you can download. Plans are for building machines, implements, tools, etc. from scratch using common available parts. Uh, they call it the Global Village Construction Set. Machines such as combines, backhoes, dairy milkers, hay rakes, mostly farming equipment, but they also have things like 3D printers, laser cutters, laser scanners, cars, gasifiers, solar heaters, etc. Right? It sounds like this is something you should probably like download before the EMP hits. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get there now. Get those schematics. Uh, anyway, Sean says, it's a really interesting website. Just wanted to share that. I, I appreciate yeah, that. All right, you. so opensourceecology.org. Yeah, I'll have, to remember. I'll have to help me remember that Share it on Corny Goad Farms Facebook page. Okay, I will. So Sean, you know, lives in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Uh, they are getting ready to move up towards Claremore, Oklahoma, where they have purchased Sean's parents' place, and they'll be moving there and helping out with the parents. He says we're starting to box up our stuff for the move next month. We are so excited. We will still have our five acres, though two of them are covered by a small fishing pond. Dude, you're so lucky. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, you're so lucky. Like that pond was pond envy. Yeah. When we were, you know, I mean, look, we were looking for the house right yeah. we wanted the house uh and uh, as it turns out we just we found a great property but we, over the fun. years we've talked about you know oh wouldn't it be great and but then under the obama administration it's like man i don't want to put any sort of body of water here because then the epa is going to get involved and it'll be awful and yeah uh, now that they're gone the only problem is like the only problem is just the layout of our land is, is really yeah. not suited for a pond unless it was up close to the road where it's sort of flat or we built it up like we'd yeah, have to like be build pretty expensive. a weird yeah because so, we're on a downhill slope let's just go visit Sean instead yeah Sean says it's big enough for a paddle boat or a canoe too small for anything bigger lots of fish though and home to several families of geese who lay eggs on one of the islands oh, and raise their young we've had as many as 20 geese running around hope they'll like the chickens we're also going to let our ducks go wild. They're both drakes, so we don't get eggs anyway. <laughs> uh, Sean says, hope you're doing well. Love you both. As always, have a better day. And Sean, listen, you have a better day too, sir. It is great to hear from you. Good luck with the move and the packing and the unpacking up and down, town to town, up and down the dial. But, may, your, uh, may your goods arrive unbroken. Yes, there you go. Uh, and uh, one final email from Brent. This is a uh, Cam and Company related uh, email. We had the uh, wonderful and talented Kira Davis on the program the other day talking about uh, her column at, I believe, Red State it was. I am a black NRA 
member, mm. and here's who I am. Uh, uh, Brent writes and says, Cam, what a woman, Kira Davis is. My goodness, if the left and some from the right would learn from her grace and elegance in this country, or if, if, if the left and some from the right would learn from her grace and elegance, this country would be fixed in a hurry. Amen to that, Brent. But, you know, here's the thing. You, you, you can't change the culture. Uh, you can hopefully uh, try to, you know, keep yourself in check. And if we all did that, then guess what would happen? The culture, yeah, would, would totally change. All right. Well, listen, Mrs. Zelda's getting ready to uh, eat at the microphone cables here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and take her out one more time and put her to bed. But thank you again for tuning into this edition of 40 Acres and a Fool. It's good to be back. And uh, hopefully life doesn't get in the way too much. and We'll be able to uh, join you again next week. I don't think I have any travel. I don't think I have any plans. So it, it, it should be it should be feasible. Let's let's go ahead and, and put it on feasible. the calendar. <laughs> yes. Anyway, until we meet again, hang on now. Don't pick that up and you're making noise with the microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking. OCD lady. I wasn't thinking. Gee, many Christmas. There's All a right. knot in the wire and I'm I know. trying to unknot it. Okay. Anyway, until we meet again, be safe. Little, have fun. Little. Now you do it. Be safe. Have fun. Live a little. Learn a learn lot. lot. <laughs> and we'll see you soon with more 40 Acres and a Fool here on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah.